And now, two old school guys talking about music and stories about their radio days. It's T-Man and John, the music freaks. It's what we are. It's what we do It's here. what we do. Are you ready for the sequel? Yes. Sequel. Ready for the sequel. Are we? I don't know. <laughs> the sequel being... What? We're talking about remakes today. It's remake time. Remake time. Cover me, as Bruce Sting- Springsteen would say. Well, yeah, but nobody covered that. Did they? Somebody did. On a, I'm sure there's a tribute album. You think? To Bruce Springsteen, and somebody covered Cover Me. Anyway, there we go. this is episode 15. Welcome. Should we call it Freakin' 15? <laughs> Should we? Sure, why not? It's T-Man and John, the music freaks. How are you, John? I'm doing great, thank you. How are you? I'm, uh... You know, I'm all right. Here we are, the end of July. Hotter, end of, than, hotter than crap. End of July, hotter than July. It's not a... It's um, Persian delight. No, it's not a Persian delight. It's a Persian delight. From one of our earlier episodes. Yeah. And if you haven't heard that, where the hell have you been? Please go to uh, and, and listen to earlier episodes. We ha- I have right. some people who are listening now and catching up with us, and that's very nice. That is nice. And, and as a matter of fact, us. We appreciate it. just yesterday, yeah, we're all over the web with Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Audible. We're all over the place. Uh-huh. Uh, yesterday, celebratory time. Okay. We got our thousandth download yesterday. Holy cow. How about that? Man. That's a pretty good thing. That's wonderful. That's awfully cool, I think. Wow. You know? I, I think I've downloaded the 999 of them. No, I did a, that other No, person, I did a, I did a, I must, that was me. Okay. Oh, uh, there we go. We've each done five. So that totals piece. up to a thousand. There we go. How about that? Just padding the numbers. That's how we do. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> Just here to pad. Pad the numbers. No, honey, no, honey. I'm still listening to episode four again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was good. Did you hear it? <laughs> Hell no. Thanks, honey. Oh. Speaking of honey, John and Jill. Just celebrated their 35th wedding anniversary. Because she's a saint. She totally is. Yeah. And a week ago, the wife and I, well, about a week ago, the wife and I celebrated our 20th. That's incredible. And uh, one of our devoted listeners, uh, Ms. BG. Oh, yes. Linda. Linda. Mr. and Mrs. Hartsfield. Her husband, Gerald, wanted me to say a happy 41st anniversary to them this week. Yeah, 41 years with the one, same person. One of those Indian marriages? We got married at eight or something? Or? Uh, something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, it happened Can't believe, really early. Can't believe it's been that long. Well, this episode, we're going to talk about remakes. This is episode 15, and the question is, and the title is, Who Did It Better? I like it. And uh, we've got some we've got some uh, really good things, and we have some odd things, and we have some pairings that are just bullshit. But you know, hey, we're gonna get through it. It's fun. And speaking of odd things, it's time to air who is in the chair. It's the audience of one. Thank you, Amber. Our buddy Bill is with us today, Mr. Bill. I I, I should have told you maybe to load something from Mr. Bill, but that would have you know he might have gotten <laughs> mad at us with that. Before. Hey, Mr. Bill. Hey, Greetings, Bill, gentlemen. Bill is um, okay. First, Bill knows he knows more than we do about music, and it's scary. He knows more about these things. He knows he knew he ran a four cover version of uh, a song. I think that peaked for everybody at seventy nine. The power of love. He he just rolled off four artists, and I'm not like, the Huey Lewis power of love. No, the one that wasn't a hit. Oh, and and he just sat there. I was like, I'm I'm amazed here. I'm Cel- slack. Yeah, Celine Dion. Who else, Bill? Uh, actually, Jennifer Rush did it first. Yeah. Then Laura Branigan. Right. Then Air Supply. Yeah. And then Celine Dion. Okay, so he walks around with that kind of knowledge. He walks around with that. Talk about useless trivia. Man, I thought I had it. You do. Well, not not to that degree. Well, let at me least, tell you. At least I have hits in my head. Bill, it, well, 
I don't know about that. Have you listened to some of our earlier episodes? <laughs> I got rocks in my head, that's for sure. Yes, so, you do. Bill, what do you do that gives you so much time to absorb all of this useless information? Uh, it, what I used to do, I used to be in retail, so we would listen to the radio wow. 10 hours straight. Incredible, man. Yeah. And okay. now Bill is probably my number one fan on Tony Man Radio. He oh, listens to nice. it all. He listens to it, I think, more than I do. Okay. Um, but, you know, I... I Thoroughly appreciate that. Bill is in the sales business of alarm systems for oh, nice. homes, businesses, that kind of thing. Just call Bill. So he's connected. Sure. And and has been electrocuted a couple of times, too, probably. In the rain outside. Yeah. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. In the rain outside. Forget the cover versions. I need to hear about this. <laughs> we'll cover them later. Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Bill has some remake choices as well okay, today. Okay, great. So he's so. got covers. We've got, uh, who did it better? Yeah, yeah we've, like got, it. we've got all that. I like it. Uh, so, oh, by the way, I made a mistake on the last episode because I am human. I've said this before. I'm not a robot. Uh, we were talking about... We were, t- <laughs> we were talking about um, uh, annoying songs, and you came up with How Do You Do from Mouth and McNeil. Mouth and, and McNeil. And I said Mouth and um, McLaren. McLaren because I was thinking of another annoying song that I didn't bring up. Buffalo Gals. Buffalo Gals by Malcolm McLaren. Malcolm McLaren, who was the same guy who invented the Sex Pistols. It's the same guy, right? I think you're right. Yeah, he's the same guy who invented them and... And then when Johnny Rotten, at the very end of their yeah. last show, says, have you ever thought that you've been had or something? Right. Basically uh, twist it all up. Well, that so Buffalo. Malcolm McLaren did Buffalo Gun. Yeah, and that was, that was boy, that was an unusual one, too. And we played that on 95X for a little while. Really? We did. Man, I, don't, I think I skipped it in my library. Yeah, that was, uh, that was a left field tune for sure. Yeah, that was. But, uh, yeah, my mistake. Wanted to correct that. Okay, so it's Mouth and McNeil. We have to think of that song again. How do you do? <laughs> I don't know what it is about that guy's voice that just really just it's annoying. went up the wrong way. Thus the name of the episode. Ah. It's annoying. Ah. Okay. It's just annoying. That's uh, episode 14, but now we're on 15. We're going to talk about these uh, redos. And as always, there are so many cover songs. Oh, they, we'll never get to all of them. We'll never get to a tenth of them. And no. so uh, we could. this whole show could be about covers. And we it it very well could be. Of them. It could be right. a sequel to the sequel. It is. And he'll probably know where it charted. Because he's Bill. Well, maybe, and I've got the book right here to back it up. I mean, so Bill might be chief freak right now. He's in the clubhouse as the chief freak between you and me. I think this guy's the chief freak. Okay. I'm just letting you know. All right. I, our, I would tend to agree with you. Our freakdom might come out a little bit more when we start getting more into this, but right now, chief freak. Okay. Chief freak in the clubhouse. All right. All right. Okay. There just you go. You know. Already a label on Bill. Put it on my name tag. There you go. <laughs> chief freak. Chief freak. Already. Didn't they do the I want you to want me? That was my favorite of theirs. Cheap trick. I knew it was one of them. See. Here we go. Another Cover. another one of those. <clears throat> the studio version was just god awful. Oh, oh, just god awful. Don't be cruel? No, of I want you to want me. The oh. studio version was awful. <clears throat> yeah, very, the very live, bland. The very live bland. version was live at Budokan. And you know the one I like uh, that was better live than recorded was yeah. uh, McCartney, Maybe I'm Amazed. And coming yes. up. And coming up, yeah. oh, coming up, the studio version was awful on that one too. Oh, it was very. He was very. Uh, he was electronica before that was even happening. But it sucked. That whole album was like yeah. twenty five years ahead of its time. Yeah, but the really live weird. version from Glasgow. Oh, yeah, exactly. of coming up. Very it's just, do another show, better live than studio. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, because okay. maybe I'm amazed is like the greatest. Yeah, see, the chief has spoken. I know. You're building his head up way too <laughs> big. Is this studio big enough right now for this? 
Yes. Wow. <laughs> Let's get with our covers. And the first Let's one, do this it. is not one you've not even heard. Right. You've never heard this one. Normally we're going to play, oh, you, you remember this one, but yeah. here's the other one. Yeah. Now, uh, this is this is a hard to find one. This is and, uh, this never made it out to the light of day. No, it did not. Maybe it's on some box set of a it box It is on set. a box set. Right. Yes. And uh, this is the original demo version of this song. And you probably haven't heard it. If you have, kudos. But I, I don't think you have. This is this is definitely a hard one to find. Hit it. Hit it. Okay, I like this groove. Of course you do. I really do. Yeah. No, it is good. Demo version. Sounds like Maria Moldauer. Doesn't it? Yeah. Midnight at the Oasis. Big time. Here we go. Oh, I love this. Wow. <laughs> yep, it's Michael Jackson. And that is PYT. And that's PYT, the demo version of that song. Now, that was the version that was written by, like, James Ingram did that version. He wrote that part, and they wrote it that way. Right. And then... They got there and think, well, this is it's kind of, I don't know if it's exactly what I'm thinking of. Then they rewrote it and kind of. And then Quincy it. Jones p- stuck his hand onto it. Uh-huh. He got his thoughts and, and he really is the reason why it came out the way that it did in 1983 on the Thriller album. Mm-hmm. Still one of my favorite tracks. This one. This one. See, this that, that still gets me. Bill, do you like PYT? I do love PYT. Okay. See, right. I'm not alone here. All right, two to one on that one. Okay. Whatever. You going to hit PYT? I guess so. Yeah. Hey. Hey, oh, let's see. Hey. Quit breathing on it. What are you He's doing? He's already done all the breathing for us. Well, I just, it's not a big fan of this song. No, I can tell because the volume is so freaking low we can hardly hear it. Oh, hang on. He's going to squeal. Come on, Jenny. Where did you come from, baby? How can you not like this song? I don't know. I don't either. We've already, we had a, I've had a better groove on that album with that groove. Yeah. I've had others. That's, that's, so anyway, but that's definitely. And it was, like, it was like only the uh, fifth or sixth single off of Thriller. <laughs> yeah. And it still went to number 10. Yep. Yeah, it's he could, amazing. He, he could do no wrong. I, he could not, no. I was playing those songs as a current. 83, 84. Yeah, those two years. Why didn't you and I team up to go on the Victory Tour when it was in Jacksonville? I went. I did. I went too. Did you go? Yeah. I was with CeCe Thomas. I went with uh, Jill, who I was dating at the time. Okay. Her sister. But you weren't working them. And her sister's You husband. weren't working it. Oh, no, we didn't work okay. it. Okay, oh, all I was right. was at JEX. Uh we didn't have anything. CC and, <laughs> CC and we I were, were lucky to be on the air. We worked the after parties. Those were insane. Oh, those after parties. I did a, yeah. we did the Prince and the Time after party. Okay. After the Prince and, uh, Prince and the Time in early 83, 84. Wow, yeah, yeah. I went with somebody and it was, uh, yeah. Crazy times. <laughs> those after parties. They were amazing. Oh, no, that, they were stupid. Those were, <laughs> there was a lot of illegality. There sure on. was. We can't no, talk no. about all that. No, yeah. here, no, here, no here's $100. All right. You ain't got to <laughs> You ain't got to stay. <laughs> yeah, but I'm supposed to legally. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's all good. But I'm our station representative here. Yeah, no, no, that's all good. No, yeah. no. We'll, no. Take, we'll, we'll take your banner down. It's all good. I'm like, okay. Yeah, take the banner down. Oh. Yeah, and <laughs> then you see the it on then you see it on eBay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that was great. But then when the arrest came around, at least our banner wasn't up in it the It wasn't background. there. You're right. That was the best You're part. You're right. That was the best part. As long as... Totally cleared. The banner's gone. I'm good. Uh, Hey, bad things happened at the club. Really? Uh, Is the banner still up? 
No, the banner was down. Oh, thank God. Uh, our, All right. Our see, old general manager. See you Monday. Worried about the banners. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We move on. Uh, we move on with the, We do. We move on. And, okay, are you, I, I'm guessing, here's my guess on you. Okay. My guess on you is that, and I think Bill's going to agree with me on this one. Oh, stop with the, <laughs> trying to lean into it. What? Come on. He's the chief. Um, <laughs> on the on the uh, the cover songs, I have a feeling you're going to lean more toward the newer ones. Do you? It's just me. All right. I mean, not like the 2020 newer ones. No. But you're going to you're going to lean toward the 80s, 90s newer ones. You think so? Rather huh? than the originals, Mr. Smartass, you just got it all figured out, don't not you? Not figuring it out, just guessing. All right. Not even an educated guess. Okay. I was busy this morning and didn't have time to think about it. <laughs> you're not, I don't think you're thinking now, you're are you? You're correct, sir. <laughs> you are correct. Yes. Yes. Yes, not thinking. John sir. gets four out of five stars. Running lips. Now, too cute for you. Four stars. For too cute for you. And now here's a band who's been running around the San Francisco area for 25 years. Please welcome Overnight Sensation. <laughs> Right. Oh Lord! Back You're... to that was Star Search. Oh good God! Uh, Sinbad gets. Wait a minute. Uh, we're having way too much fun. Thirteen minutes into this, and we're not even that drunk. Yet. No, I know. God, Lee. Okay, here we go. Oh, bring on some Eddie Floyd. Good gracious! Coach, you know what we got to do. saying i like the version i do do you really i like that you like the eddie i like eddie but boy the remake here we go what a huge huge so good see you already you already proved my point there. well i like both of those is what i'm saying i do i uh, quit quit getting me to lean will you <laughs> Jeez, man. I'm like Facebook. I just want to divide. That's my job. It's well, you're doing it. Um, Let me tell you. My issue, okay? I, I don't want a Space Invaders game in my song sometimes, and that seemed like that Amy Stewart's song. It's like they were playing video games. In the All right, background. well, let me tell you the difference in chart position for both of them, okay? Air Supply had big hits. Don't tell me about chart position. <laughs> Eddie Floyd. Songs. Oh, Air Supply. Yeah. Eddie Floyd. Where did he peak? You want to guess? Uh, 21. Bill? 26. Bill is closer. 28. Because he's the chief. 28. Yes, because Amy, you know what? There was a lot of that crap that was very regional stuff. And they yeah. just didn't, people, it was very people regional. People didn't play right. stuff in the Northeast. They didn't play the stacks, the incredible great music out of stacks. Some of that stuff didn't make it all the way around. Well, Amy Stewart went to one. Right. Well, Midnight Hour by Wilson Pickett went to 21 or something. Or I know. I, it's so weird where they went. And uh, same you would kind think, of thing. Exactly. You would think, especially now with satellite radio and all that, I mean, you hear a lot of these songs. And you're like, yeah, that was good. Why didn't it chart higher? Because there was a lot of crap involved. There sure was. Racism involved and just yep. the fact that it was regional. And Very guys true. just didn't, uh, yeah, nobody wants to hear that stuff. That's too raw. Yeah. I'd and then Amy, nobody I'd heard. I hear the Motowny kind of stuff with nobody, strings and whatnot. Nobody heard from Amy Stewart after that, number one. Uh-uh. And Eddie Floyd, that was the highest charter he ever had. Right. And uh, he tried a few more songs. And, uh, well, he did have one hit. Went to seventeen. Bring it on home to me in '68. That was the co- that was the cover of itself. It was the cover of the one Sam, Sam Cook. And you know who did the low voice on that song was Lou Rawls. Ah, bring it on home to me, uh-huh. yeah. And then you hear yeah, yeah. That was Lou Rawls. Okay, cool. Oh, great song. I know. Gosh, it's a great song. There you go.
All right, we go to our next. Uh, every even our references to things are cover songs. That's what's amazing. Isn't about that something? This. I know. All right, here's where I want to take you now. Let's take the trip. Oh. Talked about it. Lips, ink. Talked about it. You're yeah. talking, you're talking, you never do. Talk about a medley of your greatest hit. You never right do. here. And we'll move on already, but no, we'll do this for four and a half more minutes. <laughs> but you're not bitter. Wow. No, that one kind of got on my nerves. That well, of course it did, but you know, everybody in the world played that thing. Well, sure they did. That and was it number climbed, one hit. Oh, yeah, it climbed up the charts like in a blink. That was a big one. It, four weeks at number one. Okay, so somebody said, you know what? Oh. It's been 20 years. It's been. <laughs> this is a, a little uh, loyal to the original. A little. But they, added, the, they added some rock. They added a guitar to it instead of that that pure. And then they added the 90s bad synthesizer instead of the late 70s bad yeah, synthesizer. It was, it, they, they had an idea, but to me it just didn't come out right. Yeah, band's name Pseudo Echo. Yeah, is that are they out of Australia? Am I guess? Were they all? That's your guess. Bill, are they from Australia? I'm gonna say Australia. Okay, Melbourne. Thank you. Bingo. Melbourne, Florida. Ladies Melbourne. And gentlemen. Yeah. <laughs> no, down under. Oh, goofball. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that was a, a big old number six for them. I don't know how it got there. I remember they recorded it. I remember thinking, yeah, it's fresh and what the heck, everybody. Yeah, wants to. it was. But yeah. what year was that? That's the that was eighty-seven. Oh, that was eighty-seven. Eighty-seven. Yeah. Son of a gun. Pseudo Echo. I would have had that later. There's no box set out for Pseudo Echo, by the way, if you were thinking about that. <laughs> it's a coffin. So they took it's the a- sharp path as lip sync, too. Yes. Yeah. There exactly. you go. Right there. That's exactly right. It's the same cutout, Ben. Uh, <laughs> All right. We cover on. Pseudo Echo. Did you ever think we'd mention Pseudo Echo on this podcast? They never thought they would hear No, that. you're right. Ben. You're right. Uh, this song has a very, very, very personal reason to an event that happened on Monday. I'll tell you that story after we listen to the car. All right. This was another one. I couldn't lunge to the radio fast Huge enough. Huge hit. Massive. And I know. it was five minutes long. I know. I played this every, oh. I played this every 90 to me, To minutes. me, the intro was too long, and that was what, eight? Oh, it was. Eight seconds? <laughs> yes. I it took me maybe three to lunge to the radio and change the that channel. That's too funny. I never liked that song. All right, so you never liked it, but let's say, hey, why don't we gussy it up? And yeah, put a, 95. Let's let's put a dance beat to it. Yeah, because this will make it better. Yeah. <laughs> On second thought, no, it won't. <laughs> Another one hit wonder. At least it seems like it's going by faster. It did. It might be five minutes long, but it seems like they're running faster than Bonnie. Bonnie seemed like she was in a like a lazy. Boat. Oh my! Uh, Bonnie just—that was another one of those. You put it on the turntable, and it's like, look, the record stopped. It just absolutely stops. <laughs> All right, here, oh. here's the really sweet. Here's a sweet story with that song. Tell me. I'm working at night. This is uh, October of 1983. This song is being played all the time. Yeah. And I'm working at night. Uh, the late, great Rich Langloy, my boss, my mentor for when I first got great radio, guy. was in the studio. And our studio was big enough where somebody could be sitting with their back turned to you yep. while you're on the air. Yep. And so I'm on, and that song is uh, you know trying to get over, and it takes five minutes for that song to get over. Yeah. Well, I had a public service announcement I had to read. Uh, that was ready That's to, what we did back in the day. We had to read them. Yeah. And so I had it ready to go. Well, as we're doing that, 
that song, you know, that infernal ending with "Turn around, brighter." Yeah. Please turn around. And so <laughs> I'm about to I'm about to talk, and and Rich turns around while he's going turn around, bright eyes. He turns around with his glasses upside down and making a face at me, right, trying to crack me up. Did you bust? Well, I went about five seconds in. Not yeah. even with Jelly J X and uh, there's Bonnie Tyler. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, if your if your child has salty skin, and I'm trying to read some public service announcement, and that's it, man. I lost it. Salty skin. <laughs> I remember the I remember this. Wow, that was really your public service announcement. Yes, it was child salty skin. It could be a a, it could be a symptom of something. Wow, and I remember this because uh, a week later I go to Music Smith at the Orange Park Mall. Yeah, and I go in and find out that there are some people who actually listen to our little radio station there. Okay, and somebody goes, "Oh, this is where who who was on the air last Uh Tuesday night and just started laughing and laughed for like thirty straight seconds." That was you. That would have been me. Of course, I turned. Beat red, and yeah. I turn into Bob Newhart, going that 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 that, that would be me, <laughs> and um, that ended up being my wife. See, uh, she heard the she heard she was driving somewhere by herself, listening to this stranger laugh. She knew you were goofy then. Exactly, she knew what she yeah. was getting into. Right, and so for like thirty seconds, she said she was crying. She was laughing wow. so hard at that guy's laugh. Wow, and that was me. You have to like that song now, Tony. No, it's I got don't. A great story. No, I don't. I don't give a damn. It is no. a good story, but I don't give a damn. No, I... she, she hates the song too. No, yeah, see, okay. there you go. She kept another big hit out of number one. Yeah. Well. Okay, and that was another Jim Steinman song. Ah, ah Jim Steinman, who wrote his share of those big. He old sure did. Blust- yeah, number one and number two for four weeks. Blustery ballads. See, he knows that. He had the air supply. That was the making number love two out song. of nothing yeah. at all, right? Making hits out of nothing at all. I- Making songs out I of nothing at all. Rick Derringer played guitar on that song. Rick Derringer. Yes, he did. Well, he had Hoochie Coo going in the 70s, so. Yes, he did. And then he was in the McCoys in the 60s. He yeah. Was, when he was Rick Zeringer. Sloopy. Yeah, Rick Zeringer. Yeah, wow. Right. Zeringer. It was. His real name's Zeringer. I know. And okay. then why Why the D? Because it's, you know, it's, it's cooler sounding. Uh, well, I it's guess. It's a gun, man. I know. I get it. Well, why did you ask? Oh, I know. Who am I working with here? I oh. know. Why did I ask? What do you want for nothing, Tony? Uh, about a biscuit? The original. <laughs> wow. Isn't it? <laughs> Do that again. Funny. Oh, oh, my gosh. The original oh. by the Chips. Oh, man. When I found out there was an original of this song. Uh, yeah. Go, when when did you find, find that out? Early 80s. I had a guy who was an oldies guy who told me. I was working at JAX. Okay. And Al Albert, the, the late Al oh, Albert. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He used to come on and play doo-wops and beat-bops. Yeah. come on and play. And he had all. He had every song. You thought you have every song? Al had a whole house. He had an extra house. Oh, I know. House. No, he was, he was crazy with the vinyl. He had There's like, no doubt. He was one set that you could use a copy and make uh, tapes of him. Yep. And the other room, uh, Don't Touch. That was crazy stuff. Wow. Anyway, Al told me, yeah, they had the chips, did it back then? Yeah, they did. Uh, and they never charted with it. No, not at they all. They never did. And so, but somebody else did. <laughs> Do that again. Is this more chips? I can't remember. Dan Aykroyd. This actually charted for a minute. I remember when it did. For a minute, yeah. We'll give him one. Yeah. Do that again. Bow, bow, bow. 
I used that to love poor that person who had to write the lyrics for the album sleeve. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> what is hey? I'm a hey? I'm a hey? Oh man! Yeah, auctioneers think that's crazy. Oh, I know. Yeah, that actually, I want to say I'm looking it up right now, but I want to say it peaked at 37. The uh, rubber biscuit. Uh, the Blues, the Blues Brothers, Brothers version. version. Yeah, that was the thirty-seven. Follow, follow bam. up to Soul Man. The album was yes. a number one hit. Briefcase full of blues. And and you know, give me some. I, I forgot that they did give me some love. That was it. on the next album, and it went to eighteen. I I didn't think wow. it charted that high. Wow. But yeah, those guys. I remembered uh, rock critics of the day just slamming them. I know it all the time, and yeah. I used to get so upset. And I would think, you know, it was a fun thing. You know what they're doing? Yeah. Because they would end every. I think we talked about this once. They would end every concert by going buy all the rhythm and blues albums you can find. Yep. And and, and they brought back the careers. I mean, we got to remember this. I know. Aretha had yeah. had hits, you know, through the early seventies, but there was like four or five years where Aretha was not. Uh, clicking on the pop charts at all or nothing no no they they really helped bring people back to a new generation of people to they love did. aretha franklin yeah ray charles right. had had his waning i mean ray had had his issues and stuff of course but yeah um they brought ray back they brought cab calloway back yeah all of these stuff all not, not only the artists themselves james right. brown yeah who was having a little slide at that time next yep. thing you know james brown's around and then both uh, all of their careers I think we're we're helped. It really helped, and you can see with Aretha doing the Freeway of Love and Jump to It and all that stuff in the '80s might not have happened without the Blues Brothers popularity. No, stuff. you're right, absolutely. So I just always thought, man, that they were they weren't great at doing what they did, but they had a damn good time. They and, sure did. And they turned me into big fans of this old uh, R&B, which I liked, but I really started digging in thanks to them. So I'll always give them that. Yeah, a lot of the old stack songs and. <sighs> Atlantic well, they had the Records. band, man. They had, they Duck, had Steve Cropper and Duck Dunn. Yeah. Uh, and some of the other guys that played at Stacks. So. Yeah, they, they, cool. they, they, with that uh, project, were like Donald Fagan finding uh, different musicians to work with him right. on whatever project, whether it was Steely Dan or Solo mm-hmm. or whatever. And, and the, the, the latest band is called, I can't remember the name of that. It was one that, not The Night Flies. No, I can't not, remember. Yeah, I can't remember now. But yeah, I mean that's year old, yeah. yeah. I mean that's that's what they did and it just it, it was a really good thing for a few years. I thought so too. It was great. Yeah. And you know they loved it. My god. Of course. Buy all the blues albums you can find. The chips. The chips. Like the chips. See, you learned something here today. Bo bo bo. Do that again. Here we go. We'll do a new yeah. one. Oh. This is one of this is one of my favorite openings ever. Of course. Okay. I knew that. And I think Leon Russell played this. this did is he? I think Leon's playing the piano on this. I think Brian just sang on this one. Hey. The Wrecking Crew came in and did all the uh, good stuff. Right, right. But Brian wrote this. Man. There is nothing more majestic to me than the opening to this song. I just nothing? think it's so cool. Nothing more well, There majestic? may be some Wagner that's pretty cool, but yeah. I don't know. Okay. He's my favorite. Okay, here we go. Of course. That's one of those you think, you know, somebody probably uh, would might record it, but, you know, you can't just do a faithful cover of it. Well, if you get a bunch of bikini babes in a video, it's going to get noticed. <laughs> You're right. The, okay? the, the video aid showed up. Yes, it did. And they were able to go, let's imagine this if as you this. will. And, oh, by the way, we'll record it, too. Yeah, you sure. Know? Why not? You're right. The video, I'm sure the video came before the idea for the song. Yep. So uh, here's the version uh, you might know if you were alive in 80. The remake. What, 86? 85, 85, 86. That's right, 85. Yeah. Well, these girls, girls, oh, yeah, bye, really. <laughs> you never had the hair, though. You know there are pictures where he looks like Anne Bancroft. 
I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, what a visual. Thanks. <laughs> Jeez. Anne Bancroft leading Van Halen. Anne Bancroft was quite attractive. Would that be Van Heflin? What Van, would that be? Van huh? Heflin. You got the Van Heflin. <laughs> <laughs> The great thing about the... Because Dave, actually, except for being Dave all right. the way through it. Dave TV. Dave TV. Uh, aside from that, he really did a pretty loyal version of it. No, he did. And then he had the he had the smarts to uh, get Carl Wilson of the Beach Boys to yep. sing harmony on it. Right. And I think Christopher Cross was on that. He might have been. Uh, singing the high part. Wow. Yeah. That, that doesn't surprise me. Christopher Cross could hit those notes. Whew, he sure could. Yeah. And that you know the one thing with Christopher Cross that blows me away now? Um, it was brought up to me... Uh, by Rick Beato, that great guy I watch on uh, YouTube, the guy who does What Makes This Song Great. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I had noticed this before, but I figured it wasn't Christopher Cross. The guitar solo at the end of Run Like the Wind. Yeah. Ride Like the Wind. Ride Like the Wind. And he's like, I mean, just going freaking to town. Yeah. And you're thinking it's probably Steve Lukather or some, nope. you know, L.A. cat. It was yeah. Christopher Cross playing yeah. the lead on that. Yep. <clears throat> and I think, man, that, that guy was more talented when we give him credit because he kind of did that wimpy uh, Yacht Rocky stuff in the early 80s. Oh, where yeah. A lot of people kind of panned that whole. But Ride Like the Wind was his first single. Yeah, and boy, what a genre. Yeah, what a, what a way to hit the charts. I know. Michael McDonald singing backup. You That's know, crazy. I mean, yeah. Indeed. All righty. Where are we going? Now, 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 do you really want my opinion about those versions? Oh, give me your opinion. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. I'm, I'm, I'm making sure something doesn't blow up over here. I, I think ahead. the Beach Boys oh, was better. I okay. think the Beach Boys was better. Yes. And now, okay, I like David Lee Roth a lot. I like that version. I really did. Yeah, but it wasn't meant to be great. It no, was it wasn't. Be, it, it was campy. It was campy. And it was yeah. meant to be campy. Sure. I mean, he's, he's Dave. And he's hanging out with bikini babes. Right. In California somewhere. And that's all that mattered at the time. At, at that time, that's all that mattered. MTV played the dog piss out of it. No, at least he didn't try to do cover Surf's Up or something. Right. I mean, he wasn't going to do anything that good. No. <laughs> I'm going to do California Girls because, you know, I moved here as a kid. Uh, I've never met a guy who could use seven words and make them 700. I know. That dang David Lee Roth can talk, man. But he, let me tell you. Have he's you ever, incredible conversationals. Have you ever seen the the uh, the uh, shows that Reels puts together? Mm. There's a network called Reels. Okay. R-E-E-L-Z. I've seen that. And they, they show a lot of these... Um, you know, band uh, biographies, kind of like I guess the you could call them. Kind of behind the musics or whatever? Yeah, kind of, sort mm-hmm. of. I mean, they're a little cheesy when they try to interact some new, uh, some unknown actors. Like, all of a sudden, this is supposed to be David Lee Roth, but it's not. Oh, no, but like they do have, Yeah, a little bit. Just a little bit. Not right. all the way through, thank goodness, because like, then it would be shit. It's I mean, Forensic it just, Files meets MTV. Exactly. Okay. So, I mean, they would actually show footage, and I mean, they're very informative. But I've seen the the Van Halen ones, and I've seen the David Lee Roth solo ones, and it's just like uh, it's eye opening. Some of the things, oh, especially with David Lee Roth I becoming bet. a becoming a, a an EMT. Oh yeah, yeah, in the nineties, yeah, late nineties, right? And the hard times he had in New York City oh. before they got back together. Nobody ever thought Van Halen would get back together, but they did, right. and it, it was entertaining when it came through town. I had to go see him. David was just he was. He couldn't really sing or hit any notes because his voice was just kind of fried. Right. But he was hilarious with songs like Panama. Just hilarious. Oh, I bet. And uh, Could you see him as an EMT? No. Let me get your pressure. <laughs> now he's a painter. Yes, yeah, see? Like an artist or a house I mean, painter? He's painting. He's Paintings. painting. Wow. Houses? 
Or oh, is he? art. Art. Art, doing art. Oh, great. He'll put a line on a canvas, five grand, and he'll get it, you know? That's right. Wow. But yeah, I mean, it's very interesting to see those shows because, and that's and that was really the way that uh, I understood the whole Brown M&M thing when Van Halen would tour. Yeah, I remember reading that about the yeah. writers. And, yeah, yeah. Very cool. So... Very cool. There you go. But you know what? All's well that ends well because it's all right. It is all right. Come on. Jackson. Not the MTV, uh, not the no, MTV VJ. But he was good. I like JJ. JJ and he's he's yeah. been gone for quite a while. Yeah, he has, yeah. He passed away. Um, but JJ lived here in Jacksonville for a while. This guy here? JJ Jackson. The singer? He did. JJ Jackson? He did. When he lived here after his uh, career? I think so. I think he's retired here? I think so. Because uh, an old friend of mine, her dad knew JJ and they hung out together. Hey, that's cool. Yeah. Jacksonville connection with that great. I've always loved that song. Oh, me too. I'm that intro with that the straight flat guitar without any any cap pedals just so oh i know real and raw and uh, huey did a decent i mean huey basically just ripped i mean just did base i mean he did his best jj jackson they yeah on. they didn't they didn't put a whole lot of fluff or anything really special into it and that's where you hear i'll tell you a huey story in a minute okay You now go. you know how much I love Huey Lewis uh-huh. and the news. Yes. His 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 um what was it? Uh what was the name of that album? The, covers. Was a, the cover album. Yeah, whatever it was called. I, that didn't blow me away. It didn't. I like JJ's version better okay. just because that, it had that particular had not a, not Motown sound, but you know that like old R and B rawness to it. Raw. I just I thought it had more punch to it. Huey did okay. No, give me J.J. Jackson on that one. Okay, I'm surprised by that. And that only went to twenty. And J.J.'s version only went to twenty-two. Well, once again, here we go with the kind of raw music. With that, yeah, in '66. If we're going to play any of the black music, make it Motown because they got strings. Right. Barry Gordy can promote better than anybody else. Yes. That and, was the thing too. That happened a lot in the it South did. with that, and they gave you Motown, but they didn't give, always give you stacks, which right, was right. just a few miles up the road. Yep. Bill, which one did you lean for? Which one did you lean to? The Huey version. Yeah, okay. But on that album, he also had that uh, cruising. Yeah, and I didn't care for that either. Oh. With Gwyneth Paltrow. With Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah, that was a... No, I don't remember that one. Smokey. He did, Smokey Robinson was better. I love it when we're cruising It was in a movie. What movie was it, Bill? Sliding Doors or... See, Crazy. there you go. Someone directed DVD stuff? Good Lord. Great. Got me by the short and curly. That's that why one. he's the chief. See, he could say anything right now for a movie, and we'd agree with him because we don't know what the hell that's movie true. it's say from. It, say it with conviction, and we'll go. Gosh, that guy's great. Boom. Yeah. But yeah, I didn't care for that cruising version either. Okay. But. Well, anyway, so that's interesting. What's the, your Huey story? The Huey story is I talked to him up in uh, in New York. Yeah. He was on Broadway in Chicago. Yeah. And we were up there for the CMA Awards. Right. And so they brought out a bunch of other people aside from the country singers, and they brought and they brought Huey by. Okay. So I'm talking to Huey. And I said, I defended you when you first came out, because you can hear it right there. 
I, I said, I, I was defending you when you first came out because all my friends said, uh, oh, he just wants to, he's just trying to sound like Bob Seeker. No, he's not. And I said, no, they're both just trying to sound like Wilson Pickett. Wilson Pickett. And yeah. he goes, that's exactly right, man. That is exactly <laughs> right. I just wanted to be Ray Charles, man. See? I want to be Wilson Pickett. Yeah. And then you hear right there, he can morph into J.J. Jackson's voice oh, yeah. almost like, you know, nothing. Because that's what he grew up with and that's the stuff he's saying. Yeah. And he's, he's really a great interpreter in order to, you know, because there's the one thing. I do when I'm singing. I'm, I end up trying to sound like the people, and I don't mean to. Yeah. But that's where my voice goes in the band well, sure. I was in. Because you're used to hearing it. Right. And so I can always, and I can take it. I'm a bit of a mimic, so I can take JJ and go, or Huey. Yep. And it's embedded in your head. And then we were doing an album of originals, and somebody's going, okay, quit trying to sound like George Strait. Ah. I'm like, oh, I got to be me. Yeah. Damn, I've never been me. You know, <laughs> So it makes it tough. But Huey had that unique voice where he was able to be himself, yet yep. he also morphed into sounding familiar at the same time. Right. Great stuff. Yep. Um, and they did it. I love their version of uh, the It's All Right. They did uh, the impressions. It's all right. Oh, that was good. Have a good that time. That was good. That was acapella, wasn't it? Acapella when they did acapella the stuff, that was outstanding. They were amazing. Yeah, well, it really was. It's amazing. Speaking of acapella, well, it's it's just the same Pella. Is it Pella? It's the same fella. Nobody ever knew he did this. <laughs> Unless you had that debut well. Except for Bill. <laughs> well, Bill produced it. <laughs> Bill, he, uh, I thought he was twisting the knobs for Prince. Now, see, that was the follow-up to "I Want to Be Your Lover," and yes. "I Want to Be Your Lover" went to eleven. And that I feel for you didn't do crap. And Prince it was truly quietly on the scene. Yeah. with that song, "I Want to Be Your yeah. Lover" was just quietly out there. There was no yeah. big splash. If you no, old no, to not until not until the controversy album. And, that was when he really. And even then, probably it wasn't until 1999 that the masses knew of him. Right. The, that's when the masses did know about him. But mm-hmm. early on, 95X, all, you know, the, all the R and B we used to play. Controversy. We used to play Controversy, and uh, there were other tracks on the album, too, that a lot of people wouldn't touch. No, well, of course, just from the titles alone. Titles alone. Yeah. Jack you off. I remember. I mean, you know. I remember walking past, uh, It was was it Cal's Records in uh, Gateway Mall? Oh, yeah. 1981, and I'm walking by Cal's, and I'm walking into Cal's, and I'm hearing somebody singing a song about Jack you off, uh-huh. and I'm like, I got to find out who this is. Yeah. And I walked in, and he goes, oh, that's Prince, man. Yeah. Like, oh, that's yeah. the guy who did a "Want to Be Your Lover." Okay. Yeah, that was yeah. The, that opened my eyes to the controversy. Uh-huh. No question. Well, and then when 1999 came out, I mean, 95X, we were playing practically every track on there: "Irresistible Indeed. Bitch," oh yeah, and "Lady Cab Driver." We were playing all those. Sure enough. And uh, but then there was one morning. <laughs> uh oh, <laughs> I made a mistake. It wasn't me. Oh, it was you. Okay. No, it was me on okay. 95X. I was doing mornings. Right. You know, I was half a, half asleep. What the hell did I know? And I'm in there until, talking until he to, conned me to do mornings. Well, yeah, yeah, of course, I had to get somebody else in there. I couldn't handle it. And uh, our uh, local rapper, MC Player, I remember he was hanging out in the studio with me that day. Uh-huh. Well, I put on Erotic City. It's six thirty in the morning. Well, well, and it's not edited. It's the full seven this is, minute this version. This is off the 1999 album. Oh so. yeah, well, it's uh, it was a B side actually. Oh, that's right, B side to the twelve inch. That's right. Of uh, let's go crazy, I believe. It was a 12-inch, and I start playing it. Well, then it starts to get into it, and I looked at MC Player, and I went, did he just say what I thought he said? <laughs> did he just say that you drop an F-bomb on the radio at 6.30 in the morning on a 100,000-watt FM station? Oh, let me find something else. 
and I'm scrambling through vinyl just trying to get something else, and Andy. it's like Sweeper '95 X, another song. I was like, I got to get out of this. Solid Could've as been a worse. rock. Could have played Let's Pretend We're Married. Well, that too. Or Dar- <laughs> we played Darling Nikki too, though. Off of uh, Purple Rain, we told we, we did that. We yeah. slipped that in there. Tipper Gore put the sticker on it. Yeah, and then that's right. Then that. Yeah, that was my favorite thing with Tipper Gore. Having reading the lyrics, all that. Oh, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Tipper freaking Gore, reading "Darling Nikki" in front of a panel of whoever. Yeah, yeah. Tipper, tell Al that causes climate change. If you know what I'm talking yeah! about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh anyway, enjoy the fish. You'll be here all week. All week. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's Prince. We're going to finish Prince up there. Hang on. Just cause. <laughs> Every instrument, man. He played every instrument Everything. on this album, especially. And I think controversy, maybe. And still couldn't find a shirt. <laughs> he was like flea. If he found a shirt, he didn't have any buttons. No, yeah, right. No, poor guy, he couldn't afford any buttons. <laughs> yeah, right. Warner Brothers didn't pay for shit back then, I guess. You're right. Speaking of Warner Brothers, Shaka with the remake. It's got a thumb to it, man. Yeah. A big thumb. Yeah, I gotta give uh, I gotta give it to Shotgun. Oh, I'm telling you, man. You know, I, I I love the rawness of the Prince version, but that version right there, it's and a lot of people. That's when they found out it was like Prince did the original. They yep. had no idea until yep. Shaka went to number three with that, and it was like bam. And she had some help with that. Who produced that? I can't remember who produced it, but uh, you had Stevie Wonder on it playing the break. Oh yeah, the harmonica. It was a huge. I and mean, then they sampled uh, they sampled fingertips in there. They did. Right in the middle. And then, of course, it was a Melly Mel. Grandmaster Melly. I think Melly. it was. I think it was. Grandmaster Melly Mel doing Shaka Khan. Let me rock it. Let me rock it, Shaka Khan. Yeah. Let me rock it. That's, That's all, all I, I want to do. Rock Khan. Let me rock it. Let me rock it, Shaka Khan. See? Let me rock it because I feel for you. And you know all the lyrics to that, too. And you were amazed that I knew all the lyrics to Bust a Move. <laughs> uh. <laughs> the things that stay with us. And Dude, when you play them left, right, mm-hmm. up, down, all around, you can't help That's true. but hear that stuff in your sleep. I know it. You know, I mean, it just, it happens. But yeah, that was, uh, I, like I say, I love the Prince version, but when Shaka did that, it was mm-hmm. like, that was really, like, heavy. Prince has an album where he recorded all the songs he wrote for other artists. Did you know he wrote the Bonnie Raitt, I Can't Make You Love Me? No. He has a version, his no. own version. Mike Reed wrote that song. He did a version Uh-oh. for something. I think Wait Mike, a minute, Bill's wrong about something? Give, Wait a minute. Give me your crown Manic back. Manic Monday by the Bangles. Bangles, definitely. He wrote a song for Kenny Rogers under the name Joey Coco or something. Yeah, he was but, Alexander. But I, Alexander Nevermind. Never for the Bangles. Bangles. And um, he wrote uh, Sheena no, Easton's... But I think Mike uh, Reed wrote I Can't Make You Love Me. Uh, he also had a hand, or he really, because uh, Stevie Nicks ripped off the keyboard part, was If Anyone Falls. Yes. And... and and Stevie had basically had that in her head and wrote the whole song. And they went, oh, my gosh, I really just ripped off Prince. And then uh, she wrote Prince and said, I, I'm ripping your song off. Can I use it? And he goes, hey, that's all cool. You don't have to put my name on the on any of the credits. Um, but let me come in and play that keyboard part for you. John, so you were right. That. You were right about I Can't Make You Love Me. Mike Reed. Mike Reed. Because Mike Reed, former Cincinnati Bengal Mike Reed. Who was the all pro defensive tackle? Stop, that was him. Mike Reed, the same one, because he had a song in the country song called <laughs> Walk on Faith. He had a, a solo hit. Wow. Um, when I first started here at QIK, he had a the solo hit. The things you learn with this podcast, man, I'm telling you. We just give it all. We give a little and we give a lot. We do. Yeah. Sometimes you gotta give a little bit. Right. Yeah, here we here we go. Here we go again. 
Oh yeah, this song, it's got a long intro. I meant to fast forward it. That's all right. That's all right. And nothing wrong with some super tramp. Very sweet song. Very. Very nice. I really like to. I like Super Tramp on that day. Uh, I, I never tire of Super Tramp. of the century stuff. Yeah. And then it doesn't change much. No. Just a little lower, of course, because you, you can't sing higher than Super <laughs> Tramp. Johnny Resnick couldn't hit those notes. No, because it's not humanly possible. Yeah. But he adds, he adds some flavor to it, too. I like the flavor he added, the Goo Goo Dolls. They added their sound. Yeah, but I like the original. I, I like Super Tramp. Uh, I'm, I'm on the fence on that one. Are you? Yeah. I mean, like I and said. I wasn't a big Goo Goo fan, but no. I, I thought this was nice. Yeah. I didn't ever turn this one off. I never turned the other one off, too. I just think it's a, it's a strong song. No, it's, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying, you know, Goo Goo sucks. That's not what I'm saying. But I, I think if you come down, it comes down to it, Super Tramp for me. Get yourself a Goo Goo. <laughs> from the Goo Goo Clusters. <laughs> Didn't they get their name from the Goo Goo Clusters? I think so. You would have to. Where else you get Goo Goo from? Hello, where's Goo Goo? Gaga. Only in a Goo Goo Cluster. Yeah. Get yourself a Goo Goo. Clusters. Remember that commercial? <sighs> I don't know. You you got me on that one, buddy. All right. Uh, Mike Reed wrote that, too. Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. This song more now than I did then. Really? Yeah. You didn't like him leaning in the videos? <laughs> that was funky, man. It was really funky. <laughs> Smooth criminal. Smooth criminal. We used that. We have a joke. We had a inside inside joke when we worked at the Big Ape. Yeah. About that song, because Train and uh, Tim Bennett, who used to work in promotions. No, Tim. Uh, Tim's working TV in Charlotte now. Good for him. Good for him, indeed. He used to wear the ape suit, didn't he? He wore the ape suit. Yes, he was the original one that wore the ape suit. Tim's very nice. And then great guy. Nate Bell wore it before he became a vice president of programming in Detroit. (laughs) That suit really did some things for people, didn't it? It was the suit. Uh, It it was all in the suit. But they used to say they 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 heard him say smooth dibido. I don't know what the hell's a dibido. It's like somebody in Louisiana, but like Thibodeau. That's, that's it. Yeah, there you go. But Thibodeau, that, Louisiana. So ever since then, I've been wrecked by that, and I never I never hear criminal anymore. No. I hear Dibodeau. Smooth Dibodeau. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. Alien Ant Farm. Oh. This is basically the same song. I mean, there's not even a... They just put the... Guitars. The crunchy guitar on that's top it. of it. They wanted to be, they wanted guy, to be Weezer, I think. Yeah, this guy is basically being, except a little. Yeah. That was my remake. How about that? <laughs> How about that? That's pretty cool. You can't tell the difference. No, you can't. You would ask if that was the remix. Oh, okay. Yeah. A smooth dibido. See, he, says, he says criminal, so that's why I don't like it. <laughs> it's a damn dibido. It's not a criminal. I say it's a dibido. <laughs> don't argue with me. It's a dibido. What the, look it up. Look. Hey, Webster's, look this up. Yeah. Oh, hey, let's get to bills before I, I got a few. Okay, yeah, you. I'm sure you got a few. Oh. I can't wait to hear your few. Okay, yep. Yeah, you know, before before we get but to let, Yeah, before that. What? I, it's is the AC on in here? I mean, what, what are, are we doing? It's time oh. for rapid fire. Yes, sir. Sixty seconds on the clock. I'm gonna start easy with you this time, John. All right. Backup singer for Higher Love by Steve Winwood. Shocker cut. Yes. Kiss had two top tens. Name either one. Beth. Do you know the other? 
I was made for loving you? No. Uh, Annie, are you okay? No. Uh, Stop. True or false? Carry on Wayward Son by Kansas was their biggest chart hit. Should have been, but it wasn't. You're right. What was it? Uh, dust. Yep, Dust in the Wind. The Gin Blossoms had one top ten. <sighs> name it. They were all great. I know. Their B-sides were great. They were. They were uh, it was Hey Jealousy, the one? No. Or, uh, until I hear no. it from you. Wrong. All right, let me get one more uh, in for you. How many top tens did Cool and the Gang have on the Billboard pop chart? On the pop chart, they had... Uh, uh, on the top ten? Yeah. They How had many ce- top tens? Celebration, Joanna. Oh, I would say Lord. two. Two. Really? I don't know. Oh, where's that buzzer? I want to tell you what. Coming you- soon. Thank you. Name that name that kiss song. Forever. Yes. Forever. Co-written by? Forever. Co-written by? By Mike Reed. Michael Bolton. Close. See, this is what kills me about this stat right here. Mm-hmm. Kiss. Headbanging. Hard rocking. Yep. And their only two hits that made the top ten were both freaking sap-ass ballads. Well, that's how they do it, man. You know, how funny. That's that's what they do. They, how they, they funny. Hold those uh, the bad boys with their, with their um, you know, soft, wimpy ballads. Oh. Uh, yeah, you're right. Dust in the Wind was their only top ten for Kansas. Uh, the Gin Blossoms. Found out about you? No. Ooh. No, you both. Wow. Follow uh, you down. I, follow you down. You go. That's I it. That was their only top ten. Went to nine. Wow. Hey, Jealousy is uh, that's one of my favorite oh, songs. Oh, dude, period. I loved Allison Road. Allison Road. Allison yeah. yeah. Nice. And then that one until I hear it from you. Yeah. Uh, I just love that. Marshall Crenshaw co-wrote that. With yeah. Them. That yeah. just missed top ten. That was eleven. Okay. That's a great song from a movie. But now you're really gonna shit when I tell you this stat. Uh, was this cool in the game? Because Kim didn't get this one either. I tried to run it by her. Miss, Bill, you got a guess? This, I was going to say 10. Okay. Cool Bill, in the gang? Yeah, you said two top 10s. I'm thinking of misled now. On the pop chart. I'm thinking of a few more. And Bill said 10. Okay. It was 12. 12 okay. top 10s. Cherish. They had two memorable ones. Cherish. All right, I'm on. I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> had, oh, I, oh, I was going with the two I like. I knew I I knew you would shoot low on that. Gosh. Something told me you would shoot low. I'm thinking about the funky ladies night. And I was thinking about Oh yeah, ladies night. Too hot. All right, hang on. I used to now play, see, I used now to play. they're all flooding in your head, aren't they? Yeah, well the buzzer's not on. Uh, <laughs> I played too hot. I had play, we played too hot and I was in a band in the early 80s and we would play too hot. All right, you ready? Here we go. Yeah, I played bass. All top 10s. Jungle Boogie. That went top 10. Okay, I didn't I went think to that four. Did. Ah, man, it was funkier than I thought in this. Hollywood Swinging. Okay, I didn't know all those went top Yeah, I went to six. Mm-hmm. Ladies' night. Mm-hmm. Yep. Eight. Yep. Too hot. I like Five. Too hot. Celebration, their biggest one. That was the one. That was number one for two weeks. Yep. Uh, Joanna yeah. went, went to two. I love you. Sappy Cool in the Gang That's went when to even two. Uh, JT came on saying like uh, Barry Gibb. You're the one. Yeah. No one for me. <laughs> Misled. My yep. favorite. Ten. Yeah. I like the rocking tune. Cherish. Yeah. Two. Okay. Fresh. She's fresh. You hated that song. I did. It went to nine. Ah. Uh, yeah. Uh, victory. Ten. Really? And the, and the last Cool in the Gang emergency? to chart in the top ten was not Emergency. Uh, it was... Uh, emergency went to blues. 18. <laughs> Naming NBC song shows. Rockford Files. Uh, <laughs> uh, Hello, Larry. No. Stone Love. Oh yeah, yeah. Went to ten. Wow, man, that's forgettable. Solid as a rock. There's a lo- that's a lot of forgettable songs. And, yeah, but hey, but I loved. I mean, half of those, I, the funky ones, the early ones. Man, I was all about them. I just didn't think they were that big of a hit. No, I know. <clears throat> that's cool. Mis- misled. Funny story. Yeah, my first wife. 
Sheila. Yes. <laughs> I can't believe I said her name just now. I know. It was kind of weird. When Miss Lead was out, she thought on the label, when she saw the record, she thought they misspelled misled. <laughs> I said, well, how do you think it's supposed to be spelled? She said two S's. So you're saying... Like Miss America? Like, yes. She said, that's her name, Miss Lead. No, it's not. Right then, you knew she was a winner. A dude, right then, we I think we were close to signing the divorce paper oh, at that dear. point. Oh, dear. <laughs> she thought oh, that was her dear. name, Miss Lead. Ouch, babe. And I mean that. Ow. Oh, God. Yeah, Miss Lead. Too funny. <laughs> All right, Bill, you have your list. Bill, what's your list uh, of... My, uh, my honorable mention is a cover of a cover by the same band. Oh. And I only bring it on because I like their latest version. But the police don't stand so close to oh, me. That, that, 1980 like the, and 86. You like the 86 version? 86 is more moodier. It fits with the lyrics of the song. That's a piece of shit. I'm, anyway, okay, I'm going with the king. I'm, I'm, I'm swinging with the king on that one. Because I do like that. Fun, uh, the, the, you like the 86 I, version? I like the spooky version. Yeah. Of it. It I'm is. with you. I'm for the same Moody, reason. Spooky, uh, yeah. It is just spooky. I mean, for the uh, fact that Sting even thought, you know what? We could redo that. I want to do no, it better. No. And I and I listened. I thought, I think he got that one right. No. Okay. No, sorry. Well, good. My list is all different. Uh, Hurt. Johnny Cash from the old Nine oh, Inch Nails. Wow. Yes. And, yeah. Okay. And Rock then the, and then the oh. original Donny Osmond version. Remember that one? He did the original version of Hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Only, singing. only John would know that. <laughs> that the people at MGM no, Records <laughs> that actually pressed the thing, they don't remember that version. They don't remember. It sounded a lot like Sweet and Innocent. It was weird. Oh, God. You, you had to bring that up again? And I will see you oh. hurt. <laughs> Sweet yeah, and Innocent. A, no, I'm just joking with the Donnie. Okay. Are you? Yes, there's no Donnie Osmond didn't do a version of Hurt. I'm about to look he it was up. looking it up. <laughs> That's my, favorite, that's my favorite part of the show. It might be my favorite part of the entire podcast Hold history. on. Oh, damn, it's not that there. That you actually looked up Damn, I sure did. Hurt. Well, hey, anything can happen after freaking sweet, sweet and innocent. And innocent. Ugh. Okay, Bill, we didn't mean I've to I've got uh, Rock On, Michael Damien from the old David Essex tune. Oh, yes, yes. He took I'm, that one to number one. I know. I met Michael Damien. We had him in town after his song. Uh, I don't know if it was, he was at number one yet, but... Um, Michael was, uh, he was, he was nice. He was a little different, but he was nice. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Most of them pop stars are nice, yeah, but a little different. Yeah. I have, uh, Because the Night, 10,000 Maniacs. Oh yeah. Doing the Patty Smith. Right. And song yeah. written by Bruce Springsteen. Yep. Uh, Girls Just Want to Have Fun by Cyndi Lauper. Yeah. It's a remake of the old Robert Hazard. Yeah, Robert Hazard wrote yeah, that song. He sure did. I never. I don't know if I've ever actually heard his version. Uh, well, I don't think we need to. <laughs> I can look. Not it quite up. honestly. Yeah, I can look it I up. know you'll look it yeah. up. Here's one I definitely like the cover version better. Okay. Prince, Betcha by Golly Wow. Oh, his version of the stylistics. Oh, but yeah, oh, the stylistics was yeah, so great. It was so good. But it his was. Version. Prince did well with it, but I, he, oh I yeah, don't, I don't think I heard Prince's version. Of yeah, Betcha it was on the double Wild. album. Triple uh, album, Emancipation. Emancipation, yeah, triple album. That's right. Wow. Yeah, I know. Bet you by God, there was another remake on there too, wasn't there? On uh, Emancipation, the yeah, there was of yeah, something else. Didn't he do one of us, Joan Osborne? Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. Yeah, I missed that whole cover. Yeah, you need to get, look up Emancipation. Okay, yeah, here's Prince's version. Come on. <laughs> that is Donnie freaking Osmond. <laughs> what are you doing to me? I don't. It sounds like Prince from the remix version. This is the 12 inch on the flip side of Erotic City. (laughs) Yeah, there it is. Oh, stop it! 
Oh, 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 I think I just hurt myself <laughs> trying to get the headphones off. Oh, God. Can't, cannot get them off fast not, enough. Not fast enough, no. Hard to, Go ahead, Bill. Hard uh, to I've breathe. done everything for you, Rick Springfield, the old Sammy Hagar. Sammy Hagar, yeah. Yes. Uh, Venus. Bananarama over Shocking Blue. See, see. Oh, no, I got to go Shocking Blue. I got to go Shocking Blue, too. Uh, Even though I didn't know if that was a girl or a guy singing the original. Me neither. Yeah, Shocking Blue still. I mean, Bananarama did a hell of a job, though. They did. But it's just. It's, oh, it was nice. And it was updated, you know. So it it was that. updated. It made sense. It was updated. I think I got into it. It yeah. was 17 years later when they did it. Yeah. It's so, true. I mean, I mean, we had a generation to, yeah, to breathe. Exactly. Okay. Yep. Harlem Shuffle by the Rolling Stones. Yeah. Over yep. I don't Earl. remember the Bob and Earl. I never, you don't had, remember, heard, I never had heard it. I think it first. I heard it one time. It's pretty raw. I heard it after the fact. Yeah, I it's heard pretty Harlem, raw. I heard the Stones version first. Yeah, it's pretty raw. Sweet Jane, the Cowboy Junkies, and Velvet Underground. Wow. Okay. Wow. And my last one. And you know I had to work this band in. Of course. America, yes, over the Simon and Garfunkel. Okay. Big's a, uh, Bill's a big yes fan. Oh. Yeah. It was so funny when you said America. I was thinking of the band, America. Uh, yeah. no, I said, no, no, I don't no. remember a song they did called Yes. Yeah. And then Simon and Garfunkel, I definitely don't remember a As song As a matter of fact, yes. Bill, one of Bill's best buddies, Matt, uh, he was on the show. As a matter of fact, he was our first audience our of first one. Our first audience of one. Uh, B- Matt always says, say no to yes. <laughs> oh, man, I love yes. <laughs> I used to have a. Yeah. I had all those albums back in my my high school years. I I owned all of those. And dude, I just found on CD, which was very hard to find, uh, Big Generator. Good album. Yeah, good album. I've got the vinyl on it, but that was uh, that you can't find that Yes album. Big Generator. What year was that? That was in the eighties. That was with Love Will Find a Way and Rhythm of Love. Oh wow! Yeah, eighty-seven. Yeah, I, I, I probably checked out by then with yes. See, you said no. I was a yes. <laughs> I was a yes guy till uh, maybe Tormato. I mean, I love Tormato that came out in the late seventies. Right. You didn't like uh, going for the one. Nine oh. It was all right, but it just wasn't the yes that I loved. Right. It wasn't everybody, you know. It's the yeah. Trevor Rabin, yes. Yes. Yeah. As long as you had the, but as long as you had the guy playing bass. I mean, as long as you had Chris Squire, Chris Squire on bass, I was happy and listening to him. There you he go. Was, he was amazing. All right, unbelief. strap in for the ride of your life. John has his remake picks now, and they're not, and they're not so crazy. Okay. They're not so crazy all right. at all. But okay. here's the one I want you to guess. I mean, okay, Bill will know, but I don't know if you know this one, uh, Tony. I don't know if you know that there was a cover to this and who did it, but right. you might. Okay. And, and if not, it's still amazing uh, how it sounds. Okay, so right. this is one of my, this was one. One of my favorite songs in the late 70s that didn't get a lot of do right and should have been uh the third top 10 for this band when it was all said and done but i just thought this is a great song peter chris yep. singing lead if never i met you, yeah i remember this man i love this song i never have seen you cry paul stanley had written the song he wanted to give it to rod stewart i mean that's why it sounds like it right it sure does paul stanley wanted to write a song for rod stewart yeah and Rod passed on it, and they said, "Now maybe we can do it." Yeah, but Pete, but Paul can't sound like that. No, so they gave it to Peter Chris because he had that ragged voice. Yep, and I thought they did a great they job. They did a good job with it. Yeah, I lo- I'm a sucker for a pop song like this. So, Hard Luck Woman. Yeah. I keep telling you, Hard Luck Woman. Yep, I remember. Yeah, okay, we're sure gonna do. get. We're gonna think I'm sooner or later we're gonna get to the next version. I was gonna say. Yeah, but that's just a great thing. Okay, here we go. It We're is. working our way to the empty space that I gave myself to get to the next song. Okay, here we go. Uh, so we're working our way again. This is the cover song from the 90s. Very faithful cover of it. Yep. A very, very faithful cover of it. Let's we'll see if you can recognize who it is. Okay. So far, who is it? I'm just 
Oh. I can't tell from the guitar, John. That's right. If never I met you, I'd never have seen you cry. Soul Asylum? Not good, the good, first good. Bill, do you have a guess? I don't. Solo or a band? Solo. Huh. You want a little bit more? Somebody we know? Oh, yeah. Sounds show. like Rob Thomas. It's time I start walking but there's so much that you never know. Yeah. It was on the tribute album that came out to Kiss. Okay. I mean, everybody did a tribute album. Right, right. It's called Kiss My Ass. Right. <laughs> and Garth Brooks. That, that's Garth? That is Garth Brooks. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's right. He did do a version of that, but I don't think I ever heard it. I remember getting it. We got it because Garth was on the album, and they sure. sent it to the station. Wow. Like, oh, cool. We got a kiss. This is great. I pull it out, and I see Garth. Garth I'm like, Brooks. Oh, maybe. You know, because that was their folkiest song they'd ever done. And then Garth just you know, put a little extra, extra rasp in his voice and probably played that in a band in the 80s. Maybe, and, yeah. You know, it could have been one of the songs he did all the time. Do, so you anyway. like, do you like his version of Shameless? Yes. Do you? Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not a, I'm not the biggest Billy Joel fan. I like him, but I'm not. You're the, like my brother. I don't understand either one of you. I, he's just, a, he's always kind of like a notch below McCartney to me. And it's like, okay, I get you. Good stuff and some nice songs. I've seen him three times in concert. I like him. Yeah, but he's not, he's not deity. He's not Mount Rushmore of any sort. I didn't any, say that, but well, he's not, he's not one of my favorites. But I wow. like him a lot. Okay, he's all right. I guess well, I've probably seen him more than by pop artist. Yeah. Probably third or fourth time. I mean, very great entertainer. I love saw, his entertainment. But the records, I don't. They just don't keep coming back to me. God, you don't like the Stranger? I did like that album. Yeah. Yeah. Scenes from like an Italian album. restaurant. I yes. like that one. Oh, that's my all-time I favorite by I, him. But it came on recently on the bridge on XM, and I went, "Hey, okay." I moved on. But it's weird because I love that for I don't know a good ten years. Yeah. But I kind of got okay. It. All, right. All right. There's Hard Luck Woman. From yeah. You know where Hard Luck Woman went for Kiss on the charts? Um, Not top ten. Sixteen, maybe. Fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah. Wow. Good guess. A true guess. Well, that was good. That was a good. That was a good. That was an educated guess. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yes, sir. Yes, educated, sir. Now, what I do like is when people try to get songs and make them their own. Now we've heard a lot of faithful covers here, right? And I had a few faithful covers, like um, actually, you think about it, Roberta Flack and Fuji's with "Killing Me Softly." Right. I thought when I first heard the Fuji when I. Heard the Fuji's like, oh, we don't need a beat in this song. Yeah. Well, then you listen to the original. Right. And there's a big, there's a beat. There's a big snare drum in that song. Yeah. That I just for my my brain turns it off. I guess when I heard the Fuji's, I, it was I, just an updated version. And Lauren Hill just did a great. I mean, she had she did a beautiful voice. But I mean, I, I'm sorry, you can't uh, replace Roberta Flack. No, Roberta sang all those harmonies on that. Yeah. That was, she did all the vocals on that song. Yeah. And it was just haunting, hauntingly beautiful. You want to guess my favorite Roberta Flack? Can you guess it? Was it a duet or a solo? Solo. Um, was it the other one? With, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, it was the other one. She had those two biggins, uh, but the, the one that came out the year before or year after? Feel Like Making Love. Oh, yeah. Strolling yeah. yeah. You talk about a groove. You know who? So smooth. Just, ugh. Ugh. She had so some good. of the silkiest. I mean, Where Is the Love is one of my favorite yeah. duets. Yeah. If yeah. we ever do a duet thing, uh, yeah. Roberta and Donnie. That would be in there, yeah. They were great. Yeah. They, they were, were. Great. and and there was a Roberta Flack song from the eighties. You was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from the eighties, Roberta Flack did a song, and we played it like when we mixed in jazz on Y103. We would play this right with it. Remember, uh, she did a track called Oasis. 
No. That's really nice. You'll want to look that one up. We will have to find that. You'll want to look that one up. So we'll think about, you know, the guy who wrote Feel Like Making Love? Yeah. Uh, It's the same guy who did. He took 100 pounds of clay. Gene McDaniels. Did he? Yeah. Oh, wow. He ended up being a songwriter and other things. Wow. He wrote Feel Like Making Love for Roberta Flack. Oh, what a great song, though. A great one. My favorite. So there was some of the faithful covers that I was thinking of, too. Like the ones that y'all's list. Yeah. You know, most of those pretty faithful to the original. Like, yeah. But uh, this one's completely different. Cowboy huh? Junkies and all that. Right. But then uh, the ones that stand out the most to me okay. uh, were ones like uh, this. Here's the original. Oh, yes. Thank you for including this. I was thinking of this. Both songs, yeah. excellent, excellent, excellent on their own. Yes. So yeah, I'm so glad you included this. Yes, there's the Beatles. There's the Beatles. There's because the Beatles. I would have, I would have done that on my list for sure. And I said, you know, something tells me if I don't put it in there, John will. You did. You're right. Yeah. Both are excellent versions. And they. They don't come close to no, each other. They don't, no, because this is Earth, Wind, and Fire spin with the horns oh. and all the you know the good bass line to it. Took a ride. And Maurice. Yeah, I miss Maurice and that band uh-huh. big time. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, got to get you into my life. So good. Originally on Revolver, that never was released as a single until which that, I never understood. The rock and roll music came out in '76, yep. and they released it then. They and sure went top did. Ten. Yeah, it did. And uh, just four years later, which was a close... It was very close. A close cover. Very close. But it was so different. Nobody was tired. Uh, nobody got tired of hearing I, the I can't, Fire version. If you made me pick one of those two, I couldn't. They're I'm just both equally excellent. I, I agree. I yeah. agree for both the uh, same reason. Yeah. But that song was like about the only... Well, there was another one. But that was about the only thing good that came out of the, where that song came from. Because that song came out of the Sgt. Pepper movie. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Painful. Hard. 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 Very. Painful. Very. I'm telling you, painful. Difficult. Hard to get through. (laughs) That was a horrible movie. Yeah. And I got a and 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 Amy listens to the podcast. Yeah. Uh, That's one of her favorites. Oh, Amy. (laughs) Come on, Amy. What are you thinking, Amy? I mean, you listen to stuff like. uh, Is she like chewing happy gummies when she's watching that or something? I'm wondering. Yeah. I'm wondering. Me too. Because I mean, this is a little jazz standard. Never do you no. no harm. <laughs> yes, you will. You, you're doing a cover of Oh Darling. <laughs> Robin Gibb. What? Why the hell did you throw? Oh, really? Yes. You went there? That's the Sergeant Pepper movie but that you, had bad covers. And you had to go there. But it did give us Earth, oh. Wind, and Fire. So See, I'm that saying could it's cause almost a, all worth it. That could cause a rash. Oh. <laughs> I got a salve over here. If you yeah, need it. thanks. We're gonna need it after that ointment and the first aid kit. Huh, ointment. <laughs> and um, Aerosmith did a pretty good job of um, come together. Yeah, yeah it was all right. I mean, it was all right. But I mean, they were so but drugged you, out, it wasn't even funny. Yeah, but you can't top the Beatles. With no, that. not at no, all. No, no, but they did a cover. And then the worst part of that movie, uh, Steven Tyler talked about it once he sobered up. He said, "Yeah, you know, we didn't mind doing the cover of uh, Come Together. Uh, we thought that was pretty cool. But uh, the worst part of that was getting our ass kicked by the Bee Gees. Yeah, because in that movie, the Bee Gees take them over and beat them up." See, you we know tell, it's you, you gee, knew it was fantasy. Can you say a fantasy trip? No doubt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wow. And uh, while we're getting some brand new for something completely different when it comes to covers, <laughs> uh, this is the one that might be the biggest. And once again, it's the same. It's the same ballpark for me as the Beatles. Okay. And Earth, Wind, and Fire. Yeah. Is uh, the 
cover of this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, another number two <laughs> yes. for Creedence. Stop it with that. Oh. Yeah. Rolling. Yeah. Rolling. Yep. Can't roll Rolling. into number one. Nope. We are still Couldn't stuck at it. two. So that was 1969, it right? It sure was, 69? yeah. 69? And then it wasn't much longer. No, like 71. Yeah, it was like two years later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, a little different. You know? You know? <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Every now and then, I think you might like to hear something yeah. from us. Yeah. Nice. Uh-huh. And easy. Like, yeah. That's why she do. Yeah. There's just one thing. Here's see, the here's the problem with Tina. We never no. ever do nothing nice. nice. Yep. And, and easy. easy. We always do it. Yeah. We always do it nice. And rough. And rough. And rough. I'm your private. We're gonna take the beginning of this song and do it. <laughs> I took easy. things a little rough. You better be yeah, you think? But then we're gonna do yeah, the finish. Was, she was talking about Ike right there. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, go. really. Rolling on the river. Listen to the story now. Okay, come on, just get into okay. it. Yeah. Left down in the city. Yeah. I like it when they kick. And then she raises hell in heels. Oh. How does she dance in the heels like she did? I don't know how she did that. And how the iCats could dance too. They could. Rolling. And they kick into this. So we go from yeah. half half tempo to double tempo. We used to do this song on the front porch of my grandmother's house. My sister and I would sing this song. We this do the version? I- the Icandina version. You were wearing the heels, too? I was an iCat, actually. I was young. <laughs> See, I wasn't in the heels. That's a visual I could go my whole I life not a, thinking about. I had to be Ike, yeah. and then I became an iCat. Yeah. <laughs> iCat. <laughs> this is an iCat. That sounds painful. Uh, I, once again, that's why we have the ointment. Oh, we need it. <laughs> so those are some of my favorite covers. A lot of the ones, like the ones that are like truly faithful, was from an album called Faithful that Todd Rundgren did a nothing. He did half an album of covers. Okay. And then the other half, he did some new stuff. This is mid-70s. He did a version of uh, Good Vibrations. That did sound, he? Like to the point you thought it was the Beach Boys. It's like, well, why did you even cover it, Todd? He did such a, a great uh, version of it. And uh, but you can check that out, and it's it's really dead on. And he did uh, he did Yardbirds, and I'm trying to think what else he did. Uh, Six was nine, the Hendrix song, but that was the poppy hit that he. Good oh. Vibrations went to the top forty, the Todd Rundgren version. It, it was in the 30s somewhere. Was it? Yeah, All right, it. wait a minute, got to look that up. <laughs> got to look that one up. So I got to look that. Those one up. are the those are the ones. Of course, the Tommy James covers uh, that Billy Idol did with Moni Moni. Yeah, I think the urgency that. Tommy Tommy James had with here she come he goes up in that extra right. on the first part and and by the other here she comes down is like <laughs> I, I never could get into it because he didn't even have the energy to go here she comes uh-huh. like like Tommy James did uh, good vibrations Todd Rundgren thirty four wow thirty four all right yep 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 yep, yep. can we still be friends when higher that yes was, that was twenty nine that was from um, yeah uh, Herman Domingo nineteen seventy eight so I've got a piece of freak mail. Oh, you do? I do. Well, we got freak mail. If you'd like it. Yeah. Hang on, hang on. This guy, wake him up! <laughs> Woo! It's time to check the freak mail. Yeah, he had too many gummies, I think. <laughs> wake him up. Mike Whalen. Mike was the one that cracked the code for us with You Should Be Dancing. Oh, yeah. Why don't you get him on your back? Yeah. So, yeah, that. So, he uh, he he heard our um, uh, annoying um, podcast. Okay. And he said, thanks for the Susie Quattro stumbling in, earworm. My weekend was ruined because I couldn't sleep. I, I needed to book two lie. extra therapy sessions this week. <laughs> so it begins. And he completely says, I raise you with Don't Give Up on Us. Oh, the David Soul. David Soul. <laughs> oh, my God. And we have a David Soul sighting. My ding-a-ling, of course. Oh, man, that's yeah. horrible. You lied at my life. Oof. 
torn between two lovers. Oh, that was This cool. is more than an annoying. Like this is just like crap. This is not an annoying it's the set. Pure crap this version. is just a shit version is what it is. <laughs> and just for a parting groin kick, he said, The Lord's Prayer by Sister Janet Mead. Well, I didn't mind that. I, yeah. the, I love the lyrics of that one. And at that point, he said, I want to see those eyes bloodshot. Cheers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> wow. Gee, thanks, Mike. Oh. That's an uplifting email, tmanandjohn at gmail.com. Wasn't that a real kick in the ass? That was great. Yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you, before we wrap things up today. Oh, we ain't wrapping nothing up. No, this you is don't an think? extra special edition, man. It's time oh, for minute. Rapid Fire. Oh, here we go. Bringing it on, Tony, man. Here right, with man, Rapid come on. Fire. Give me 60 seconds yeah, or something go. like that. Yeah, go. In what 1966 song have the lyrics, her name and mine inside a heart? Don't know. Would you rather be able to play guitar like Eddie Van Halen or dance like Michael Jackson? Play guitar. Favorite mu- movie that is a musical? Oh, none. Wow. I don't like musicals. Would you rather be a talented songwriter who can't sing or a great singer who can't write your own song? Songwriter. Name two Motown cover songs that were top 40 hits as well. Two Motowns, huh? Yeah, two Motown people covered Motown songs and had big hits with them. God, I, I, I'm at a loss. Um, what Buddy Holly hit title was based on a phrase often used by John Wayne in the movie The Searchers? Good God, man! What are you, are you splitting an atom here? What are you doing, hey, dude? I made. I didn't look up any of these. Wow, top, top, really? Top, top of my head crap. Top of your head crap. Sorry, Buddy Holly. What Buddy um, Holly hit title? Based on a phrase, yep. and it was... Uh, that'll be the day? That'll be the day. Yeah. Because the whole movie, that'll be the day. Okay. So That's the only one I could... I, I'm sure it wasn't Peggy Sue. I knew that. <laughs> <laughs> that would have made the searchers a lot it different. It sure would have, yeah. right? Oh, man. <laughs> we the oh. Comanche come after you. All yeah, right, Peggy Sue. Yeah, Peggy Sue. Pretty, pretty, pretty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And he even went up to that high voice. I love you. Oh, yeah. yeah okay. Like he was on helium or something. Uh, the uh, top five hit with the lyrics, her, her name in mine inside a heart. What stiff? Was, was that a hit? Was that a hit? Top five hit. Okay. What was it? Walk Away Renee. Oh, I never liked it, that song. How do you? Okay. Oh, uh, Left Bill, Bank. Bill, you got me on that? Left Bank. Left Bank. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he's just I didn't one. know the answer. Though. He's shaking his head. Two to one to the chief. There. He's just shaking his head just to nah, he's kiss my, your he's ass. My lyric, he's, he's my wingman on this. Kissing one. your ass You've right there. You got to deal with him doing. after this show's over. He ain't yeah, kissing nobody's no. butt. No, I don't. He's got to go to work. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> We're not hanging out after this. Are you kidding me? I don't know if we ever will after that one. <laughs> two, two Motown cover songs yeah. that were top forty hits. They were covered again by Motown artists. Okay. I heard it through the grapevine. Ah, okay. and ain't no mountain high enough. Okay, so there you go. Both Marvin Those are Gaze. The Motown by covered by Motown, which is rare. But other Motown songs like uh, Linda Ronstadt doing "Tracks in My Tears," yeah, and all kinds of songs. Yeah. How sweet it is right. by James Taylor. So there were there were some to choose from. See, now that was that was a great cover by James Taylor. I thought it was yeah. nice oh, too. Man, how sweet it is! Oh man, there were some great. he did. I wasn't crazy about like "Hey Girls Gather Around." Oh, the, Handyman, uh, Handyman. Yeah, not a big uh, version, a, a no. fan of his. Boring version. as hell. But man, yeah, that was great. The, did, uh, and he redid every day too, didn't he? I mean, wasn't oh, that a yeah, remake? Yeah, he did. Yeah, oh, that yeah, that was Buddy Holly. Yeah. Oh, that was that was good too. I thought he did a nice job. He did on a that nice too. with that. Yeah, I'm, I like James a lot. Yep. Uh, anything we didn't get? Anything we didn't get to? No, I think that was the ones. Okay. So our next episode, um, I'm just going to tease it. I'm not going to say who it is. What? Because probably people wouldn't know who it is anyway. Because this guy 
He was he's a now retired record rep. Yep. He has a 44-year history of being in the music business. I don't know if he was ever on the air, but I know he was a record rep for a long time on several labels. Mm-hmm. And I got to know the guy really, really well when I worked at the Big Ape. And he's a he's he he's coming on our show in two weeks. He's gonna have for episode sixteen. He's gonna have some stories for us. And to know, I I, I actually um, from one of the other guys that worked with him, I actually got his Spotify playlist of some of the songs. And it's a, it's quite the laundry list of songs he broke to get on the radio. So this is him working as a record. For those that don't even know that, yeah, you you work for a record label and they go, okay, we're pushing this. Song. Go promote this, and then you go and yeah. you call your forty stations and go, right. Hey, you know, hey, uh, what what can we do for you? I got I got cookware. Uh, I can do anything. <laughs> uh, I got American Express cards for you. Yeah. I, no, uh, Tony was but, never but, that no, way. You can do it straight up and just go, hey, we got a we got a new hit single. Tony this was straight up. This one's a smash. Yeah. Uh, it's bigger. And now you know all these uh, record reps. Oh. Now, this is what you miss, Tony. Oh, this song's consuming well in Jacksonville. Right, consuming it, it's, well. And I'll, here's what I tell them: Oh no, this, it's streaming great, and it's consuming great. And I like listen. <laughs> the only time I want to hear about a stream is if we're fishing. Yeah. And the only time I want to hear about consumption is if somebody's got tuberculosis. Yeah. And that's it. <laughs> no, t- this this guy. But this guy's old school. This yes. guy was uh, he was uh, behind. He's total, totally songs, legit. He's yeah. Totally legit. This right. guy did it on the up and up. He was not a con artist. He honest to God, was straight, just, you know, above board kind of guy. Well, good. Just, if he just retired, then he probably had to say the word streams to somebody. Oh, I'm sure he did. And consumption. Oh, I'm sure so he did. I'll, I'll ask him about Yeah, bring that up. Yeah. Great. Okay. I got this new and band I'm trying to break. Finally, yeah. really vanilla. Make sure somebody in the family doesn't have tuberculosis before I say that. Mm-hmm. Okay, just letting you know. And there won't be any Millie Ranilli references either. So. Did he work that one? No, oh. he did not. <laughs> no, he did not. <laughs> And, and if he did, maybe he was singing. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> we might, we'll get to the bottom we'll of it. We'll get to the bottom of that next episode. A legend yeah. of the record business next episode. Yes. That'll be fun. Bill, be... you are the audience of one, my friend. Yes. Thank Thanks for coming by, Bill. Absolutely. And you Enjoyed can keep it. your crown, man. Keep that crown because you are the chief freak right now. T-Man and John at gmail.com. Why don't you email us some questions, comments, concerns, remakes, Email. Misheard lyrics, whatever oh, the case. Oh, I got some more misheard lyrics. Oh, we're going to be coming up with another All episode of that crap. too. Yes, yeah, from yeah, uh, yeah. from some listeners too. Oh yeah, yeah. And um, email Bill too if you have anything <laughs> you really need done. Bill and I love ballads.com. <laughs> 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 Y'all be good. <laughs>